a land where blessed feet once tread, where kings and princes roamed, a place of beauty and renown. Clare, my heart, my home. My name is Peter O'Brien uh, from Scarlet Bay Community Radio. And I'm here today with uh, my colleague, um, Luke Fleming, at the Cliftsmoor Visitor Centre. Uh, we are here today um, on, on Sunday, the 19th of February, and uh, there's an expo on, and all the various uh, craftspeople in County Clare, and um, food and various other things around the county are um, having their stands here today for the general public. So we came back here and uh, we're, we're hoping to talk to the, all the, the various people. There's uh, people from East Clare as well, and the McKeermans uh, from Tungrani, the soap people from Tungrani, and... Uh, uh, sure, Pat, it's half the Tungrani is here anyway, <laughs> you know, so we might as well make a, con- a contribution to it. So. Yeah, it's just lovely inside uh, Luke. There's a, yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a strong breeze outside, uh, outside around today, and so grand and cosy inside, and there's a lot of people around at the various stands, so we'll go around and we'll have a chat with them. Right, and as I said, as we come in the door, we sort of have McKeown and Handweaver, so we'll go over and we'll have a chat with Anka and see how we get on. We're here at um, McKeown's uh, beautiful crafts and uh, beautiful uh, clothes and scarves, and we're here with... Anka is my name. Anka. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's lovely. It's a lovely t- uh, situation here today. We have this we have yeah, to set yeah, up. Yeah, for, yeah it's for nice. And, t- and this evening there's a dinner in the Falls Hotel. This evening, yeah. yeah. And a drinks reception, I heard. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, I think we might yeah. stay around for that. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it's nice to get get out of Tom Grainy ever so often. Yeah, and do, do you do you sell a lot of your goods now to um, uh, we we'll say it, uh, tourists and people that come in to to Tom Grainy? And Tom Grainy. Um, yeah. Like if uh, I think people don't really know what we do. They think what, what who on earth? Are they, how on earth are they surviving in Tom Grainy? I think we sell about ten percent to like retail which is our own shop and yeah. online retail like and then otherwise 90 percent is selling to shops and it's mainly export yeah so yeah. we sell a lot to germany because i'm from germany yeah so there's always the connection and switzerland and austria and then america we sell to some museums in america uh, museum of modern art in boston you know we have sell to really good shops oh, very nice yeah, very nice yeah. And uh, you have an email address as well, have you, if, if anyone wants to contact you? Uh, well, we have a website, scarfs.ie, and we're always there. If anybody ever wants to see how we make it, I think we also have an open day during the Tomb Grainy uh, Festival on the Saturday. So we show people how we do the weaving and the knitting, and it's really interesting. Because oh, nobody really knows how their clothes are made. And oh. we... Sh- you know, and you can see, yeah. like, you know. See how, how they are made, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mar- marvelous. Yeah, the knitting and the weaving and the and you make finishing. Them all, you, you, and you, what? you make them all in Tom Brainy. Yeah, we make yeah. about 30,000 pieces a year. We're 15 oh, yeah. people employed. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's yeah. marvelous. We have a the place yeah. across the road rented as well from, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. three units mm. in across the road from yeah, us. That's, that, that's marvelous to have so, so many people employed in a small, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, in a small village. Yeah, 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 I know so it's great. Good. We have very a nice good. little business. Yeah, very good. Yeah. It's a great, great local employment, and as you said, I think uh, all yeah. going well in, in the near future. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, even yeah. a few little span, uh, plans for expansion. Because we're living above the shop at the moment, and when we're 95, we don't want to walk out through our shop anymore. 
you know, we just want to be able, we want to separate the two. So that's the next yeah. step that we're moving out. And then another plan is that we build a little visitor center in between mm. the two buildings. But, you know, the way things are now with money and who knows. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Mm. One mm. step at a time. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Anke, thanks a million. And uh, we, we'll, we'll talk to you uh, at the Herb Festival. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay, okay thanks okay, very much. Bye. Thank okay. you. Now, Pat, we've moved about five yards to the right, and we say we started off in Tungreni, and we're going to stay in Tungreni now as well, because we're joined by Michelle Harrington from Pan Free Soaps, another bi local business uh, to East Clare and Tungreni. So, uh, good afternoon, Michelle. Good afternoon. How are you? And how are you, Michelle? Good now. Uh, Pan Free Irish Soaps. Will you tell us all about it? And so, Pan Free Soap is handmade in Killaloo County Clare. Um, we're zero waste, um, vegan friendly. Um, we do a selection of soap, we do shampoos, we do deodorants, we do lip balms, and we do lovely gift sets for three in a box. Said all your, your products are say on display here. There's no plastic, no waste or anything like that. Yeah, all the bags are compostable. And Michelle, where do, you, where do you sell them? And sold in most health shops, gift shops, all around the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on online as well. Can you give us the website there if you ha if you have it clo close to hand? I think it's a panfree.ie. I think is the the website. You're on various forms of social media. We'll say Instagram and Facebook and panfree.ie, and your logo there is zero waste Irish soap. Oh, we'll just say thanks to Michelle for giving that little interview to us there, Pat. And just looking at the stand that uh, they have here now, Pat, you, you're a hurling man, and there's yeah, a there's a soap here that you'd be well impressed with. Yeah, there's an only one here um, uh, with two hurlers in a slitter, and and clear on it. And uh, the Bandar County and uh, the colours and all, it's lovely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, and we'll say there's loads of other products here. There's yeah. a shampoo bar, the TLC conditioner. I'd say yeah. we need those, past, you know, uh, between us. There's a Dio bar, a three in one soap, the Artisan soap yeah. bars yeah. here as well, and a gift pack as well. And now, Pat, up the banner, Claire soap bar, five euros. Five euros. You'll yeah. come we back we and we buy. We might come back later on. Yeah. Before we go home. <laughs> <laughs> we, we might need to wash up before we go away. Listen, Michelle, thanks very much. We'll talk to you again. Take care. Well, we're here with Anne. She's from uh, McConnell's in Killaloo, and they have some beautiful scarves and hats and um, some beautiful knitwear. Anne, tell us about, a bit about uh, McConnell's. Okay, uh, we set up McConnell's in 1999, and we moved to Killaloo in 2018. We are design and manufacture all our knitwear in Killaloo itself. Um, we're a um, female-led um, production team and all-female workforce that's made up of the locals within the area. Um, our knitwear is um, based on Irish tradition and heritage, but with a contemporary twist. Um, we sell all over the world, and uh, we have our own shop as well in Killaloo, so you can come down and visit us at any stage. The shop is over the library on the bridge in Killaloo. And uh, have you many employed, Andy? We have 12 people employed. Oh, very good. Yes. Oh, that's marvellous in Killaloo. And Kilaloo. open to increase it. Marvellous, yeah. Yes. yeah. And uh, you, you, you export to different places, well, do you, do you We do, stuff? yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the, the business was built on export. Yeah, so we yeah. started um, exporting mainly to Europe, but then we developed um, a good um, relationship with the Japanese and with the Americans. So about 40% of our um, turnover will go to Japan, with 20% going to America and the rest between Ireland and Europe. Yeah. And, and tourists, would you have, would you have uh, tourists in during the summer quarantine? Yes, we have a lot of tourists. Like uh, anything that we sell in Ireland, I would say most, maybe 60% of it also travels outside of Ireland, Ireland even yeah, though yeah. it's sold in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And um, have you, um, you have a website and all that? Just was to we have a website, yeah. so yes. It's uh, mcconnellwoolenmills.ie. Very good. Very yeah. good. And um, th- thanks for your thanks for your, your, You're your, more than welcome. Your, your interview. And um, I hope you do good business and, 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 you. and, and, and increase your sales. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks very much. Now, Pat, we've moved on, and uh, this is a venue that you were at uh, last year. We've moved to the Bourne Smokehouse, and we're joined here by Caroline. So now, Pat, take it away. Well, Caroline, tell us all about, um, tell us all about uh, the Bourne Smokehouse and the fish. Uh, so the Bourne Smokehouse uh, was started in 1989 by Peter and Brigitte Curtin. Uh, Peter is obviously a native of Lystrian Bourne and yeah. his family before him. Uh, and the, Brigitte and, and the is from there. And the, and the pub, the, the yes, yeah. and the pub, the roadside tavern. <laughs> roadside tavern, uh, yeah. Brigitte then is from Sweden, so they met. Both had very similar interests when it came to, you know, uh, food, smoking, all of that. Um, so that's almost reflected in the two different types of salmon that we do. In that, the cold smoking uh, will be the traditional Irish method of smoking, um, and the hot smoking then is more Scandinavian method. So that would be Brigitte's influence. Yeah, and you exporting. Uh, we do. Your we ship worldwide. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I suppose you'd have um, a lot of tourists calling to the to the. We do indeed. To your centre in 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 this Verna. In the visitor centre, yeah, and then we have a new visitor experience as well, which is called Taste the Atlantic. So that's a self-guided audio-visual interactive tour that is the story of Irish salmon. So that's really exciting this season good. as well. And um, have you many employed altogether? Uh, all together, I guess, I think we probably have about 20, you know, between the office, the visitor centre, downstairs in production, the van driver. Uh, it's marvellous, uh, it's marvellous to see uh, a product uh, being, um, you know, done like that in the, in the west of Ireland. It, and, it is. Uh, and uh, have you a website? Or, um, yeah, we have, so, yeah. um, burnsmokehouse.ie, yeah, yeah, we're on there. Yeah. Very good. Caroline, thanks very much for your talk. For your thanks very much. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Thanks, Caroline. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Now, now Pat, uh, we, we've moved on a little bit. We're gone from the small uh, burn smokehouse and we're going uh, to Coor Clare and there's a topic here that you like to talk about and drink. So we're, we're going to talk to Caroline here, so take it away. So Caroline, will you tell us all about um, JJ Corrie's Whiskey? So we're located in the just outside Coorra Clare. We've revived the lost art of, of Irish whiskey bonding. It used to be the, the, the authentic way of actually... Dist- uh, producing whiskey back in the late 1800s it died out uh, around prohibition time in the US there's a few different factors that so Louise in 2015 Louise McGowan who founded JJ Curry um, decided she was going to um, produce a, a whiskey company and at that time she was going to actually um, do the big pot stills do the whole whiskey you know distilling on the farm itself back in Curra Clare and then she came across this name JJ Curry he used to be a bonder and a blender back in the late 1800s in Kilrush 63 Henry C. Kilrush. So she did a bit of research and found out that that was the, the, the original way of from getting the, the whiskey to market back in the late 1800s. So they used to source their whiskey from the distilleries, bring it back to their thing and on their locations and blend it on site and then give it to their, their clients. So Louise has now redefined or reinvigorated um, the lost art of whiskey bonding back in Curra Clare. And uh, have you any employed altogether? We've six of us in total at the moment, and growing. Yeah. We're at the moment we're 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 onboarding two new staff, so we'll hopefully have eight by the end of the year, and it's growing all the time. So it's definitely definitely growing market. 
Okay, now Caroline, we, we were over here sniffing around before we, we managed to nab you, and I'm told you have an office in London. Is that correct? We do indeed. Well, we don't have an office. We have we have uh, we have personnel in, in London. We've after onboarding one of our lovely Jess who's on boarding, she's our brand ambassador in London and we have Neve over there at the moment as well and again that's a market that's that's growing all the time with us Axiom Brands are our, our uh, importers there so they look after us very well over there so we're we're definitely a foothold in London at the moment, at the moment and, and the UK you brought a, a you brought barrels of whiskey from Limerick up, up to Shannon. We did indeed. That was a lovely voyage, actually. So we thought we'd recreate yeah. what JJ used to have to do at the time. So mm. we we figured most of his whiskey would have come from um, come from Limerick up to Shannon and then docked in Kappa. Kappa and Kilroy. And then he would have had so access to really good casks at the time. You know, anything to come in, you'd have Caribbean rum, you'd have bourbon. Uh, so he used to get the casks marry the whiskey together, bring it back to his shop in Henry Street and sell it then to his, um, his clients. Very good. And she converted uh, some of the old farmhouses that she, from, the, from the, the, the whiskey back in... Absolutely, in yeah. So she, uh, we have a 17th century barn. It used to be the old homestead. Yeah. It used to house about 14 people as well as a few different animals in it. So we've now actually redefined that. It's now our lovely tasting barn. So all our guests that come has, have tastings in the barn. We have the old fireplace. We have the slate. The, the only thing that's different, it used to be attached. We now have it slated, but it's got yeah. the flag floors. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. marvellous. And uh, also, outside of the whiskey, I think she won uh, House of the Year uh, a couple she years did, ago as well. Yes, <laughs> yes, our home in 2017, yeah. actually, the yeah. house that she's redesigned. Yeah. used to be my grandmother's house. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It won Home of the Year back in 2017. Yeah, Quite yeah, spectacular. Yeah. Now, now, Pat. Uh, you were talking about House of the Year, but I said, and you were talking about branding. We're going to sneak around a little bit here uh, because, uh, for anyone, I said, trying to get a view of what we're talking about. There's a very small little cask, but there's some lovely bottles of uh, whiskey here as well. And there's one here in particular that there's is called the Pig's Elbow. So I want you to tell us all about it. So this is actually a gin. So we this is this was developed during COVID. Well, we, we wanted to give something back to the community again. And at that time, of course, the, the local GAA, all of their fundraisers, we, used to, we have a very successful festival, the, Clare, the Rosa Clare Festival, all that stopped during COVID. So we brought all the things, uh, socially distanced at the time, together, all the, the, the top table, as we say, from, from the two clubs, the ladies and the men's yeah. club. And we said, what can we do to help? So we came up with this idea that we would reduce a gin for them. Yeah. Now, they mm -hmm. come down to the rack house to us and they bottle it and they, they help us label it. But uh, uh, a donation of, of each sale of each bottle goes to, to the ladies and men's oh, club. Yeah, and the nice. pig's elbow itself is a little bend in the road in the village of Curraclare. Yeah, yeah. So it was the most apt um, yeah. name that we could come up. And there's a little map on the of the Curraclare on the, the actual uh, bottle itself. So it's a really good, really, really good gin. Yeah, yeah. Really good Very gin nice. if you're out yeah. there. Yeah. Perfect. And you, you have, would say, your Irish whiskey here as well. And you said... The, uh, the, the sneak preview we got before we were talking, you said you actually do stuff for different venues. Is that correct? That there's different types of flavors you do? We do. We do what we call Bonders blends for different types of, like Drumolan Castle have their own oh, blends yeah, of yeah, whiskey. Yeah. So they would have come, like the old fashioned times back in JJ times, they would have picked their whiskies, picked the blend that they would have liked, and then we would have bottled it and, and given them on. So they have their own JJ Curry house blend. It's called the Drumolan Castle blend, and it's only sold in Drumolan Castle itself. And then we would source all of our whiskies from Ireland, from on the island of Ireland, source our source our casks from around the world, marry them together on our whiskey farm back down in Curraclare, and then we produce the most amazing whiskies. 
Yeah, very good. Yeah, marvellous. Caroline, thanks very much for your, your, your time. Thanks so much yeah, for coming you. to see us here. Now, uh, we have moved from Coor Clare and we've come over to the Cracklow Hills and we're going to talk about cheese and uh, we're going to talk to Sean here in a minute, but Pat's already sampling the fair, so <laughs> Pat, take it away. Sean, we're here, this is um, Cracklow Hills it's sheep cheese. Uh, it's a natural sheep cheese. Sean, tell us, tell us all about it. And, um, we, we started t- 35 years ago on a, a, from a green field uh, where we had... And a farm and we had to find an enterprise and the, the rest is history uh, we, we milled sheep for over 30 years but now uh, uh, we, we, we buy in the milk where I sold the sheep we're, we're small we're growing with the market as, as it grows and I suppose we're passionate about what we do but the, what we do is handmade it's been a sheep's cheese. It's suitable for people who can't tolerate cow's cheese. It's easy to digest and it's a different type of fat and protein. So it's a very healthy. But I suppose I'd like to say one of the positives from COVID is that the Irish people are much more aware of local produce. And we, thank God we're able to capitalise on that. And Sean, uh, have you, have you uh, some people employed? Y- yes, we have. We have one full-time and one part-time. Oh, very good. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm going back now to 92, 93. But one of the biggest breaks we got was Leader One Money. We, we, we got 25000 to, to to build a cheese plant. We, we then had a place, and we have a place where we can bring anybody... We have specialised, we have natural specialised equipment, mm. but it's all on our farm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and we try to go out, we try, I, I go out and I do what I'm doing today. I do this right around the country. Okay, yeah. I try to build a personal contact and uh, I, I build a working relationship with the buyers right around the country, but also with many, many customers yeah. up and down the country. And would you would you have uh, would you be exporting some Sean? No, we're not you, interested in exporting. Oh, yeah, yeah. We want to supply the Irish market. Yeah, and you 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 know you're going well with the Irish yeah, market. We're gone. Sure, we're 35 years on the road. And yeah, that's good. That's that good. Tells yeah. its own it's story. Just so. yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. Uh, I see here, Pat, just looking at, we'll say the packaging, we'll say for for your cheese. And uh, you have a website which is uh, cratlawcheese.com. And I said the Fitzgerald family have been farming the land for four generations. So I said it's not something that you started today or yesterday. No, no, no. Our son, Diarmid, is now farming and he's the fourth generation of farming in, on our farm. That's marvellous. Of the land. That's marvellous. So yeah. uh, I suppose we have a tradition in traditional farming. Dairy is. Yeah. Is, is is my background uh, and uh, the, the cheese came out of necessity to develop that farm and you you still milk milk the, 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 the n- n- sheep no sheep. N- no although oh, I did milk for 30 years yeah, 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 uh, yeah. where I sold the sheep I'm now bringing back the milk oh yeah yeah yeah, right, um, yeah, yeah I got yeah. Look, to be honest, I got too old to manage everything. <laughs> manage the whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, our, <laughs> yeah. Our son is into dairy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that's his passion. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, Sean, thanks very much for your, your, your time and um, the best of luck. Thank you for, for giving us the opportunity and uh, giving us the exposure, and we really appreciate that. Yeah. Now, Pat, we've moved on a little bit, and we're joined by the sales and marketing manager at Cliffs Moher Visitor Centre here, Melanie. So good afternoon to you, Melanie. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me on. Melanie, you might tell us all about the um, expo here and the Cliffs Moher. Okay, well, it's the first ever. It's in our inaugural Clare and Clissamore Retail Expo, and it's supported by the Clare County Council, the Burn and Clissamore UNESCO Global Geopark, and the Burn Ecotourism Network. Uh, yeah, so it's we're delighted to invite up uh, suppliers um, at the gift store, and also different suppliers from around the county of Clare to come up and showcase their products. We ran a Meet the Maker initiative last year where suppliers would come up and showcase their products and the feedback from our visitors and from the suppliers was very positive. It gave them a chance to explain to the visitors firsthand what they were about, where they came from, um, all of their sustainability initiatives, etc. So we said, why didn't we take it one step further and have this expo, which is happening today and tomorrow. So today is about the customers meeting the businesses and then tomorrow from 10 until 1, it's businesses uh, meeting businesses. Tonight at the Falls Hotel, we have the Burren Dinner. Um, so the Burren food producers are exhibiting between 5 and 7 and we have retail and re- retail buyers from around the country staying in the hotel and they will get a chance to do some business at the dinner. And uh, I suppose if this this one goes very well this year, you'll, you'll hopefully you'll continue next year. Oh, absolutely. We will do a debrief, uh, see what we can do better. Um, like the, I reached out to a lot of various tour operators or buyers around the country, and they said, make sure you tell us plenty of time about the one that we're going to have next year. And it's a marvelous initiative for for uh, small producers and and craftspeople around County Clare. Exactly, there's such a good quality, it's second to none, you know, and we speak to other visitor attractions around the country and they have gift stores in their tourist attractions and they're only looking to expand their uh, their supplies. So Clare, come to Clare, Clare is everything from artists, artisan foods, uh, sustainable products, uh, just you can see for yourself today yes. what we have on offer. Beautiful, yeah, yeah, it's mm. beautiful. So thanks Melanie for your no time. Problem. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Past a topic that's close to both your heart and my heart and is based in the heart of the best part of East Clare in Tungraney is Wild Irish Chocolates and we are joined by Trish Farrell. Trish, good afternoon. Nice to meet you here over at the Cliffs of Moher. Well Trish, will you tell us all about Wild Irish Chocolates? Well, uh, we have a artisan handmade chocolate factory in the wilds of East Clare and it's uh, based in Tungraney and uh, we've been making chocolates there for 25 years now it feels feels like a long time and yeah only a few years there but we're 25 years making chocolate in East Clare Okay Trish and I just see you have a lovely display here as well and now Pat um, the left hand side of this display is what we're very used to seeing in the shop in Tungraney but Trish uh, there's other products here that uh, I see I see surfing puffing at the cliffs the barn so you actually sell products at the venue we're at here today so tell us about that well, we're lucky enough to be uh, a supplier to the Cliffs of Moher retail outlet here at the Cliffs of Moher Visitor Experience. And we produce a range of things that tourists like to buy that are handmade in Tungraney, but they're focusing on tourism-related things like the Cliffs of Moher, visit, you know, the puffins of the Cliffs of Moher and stuff like that. And that goes very well because, you know, when you're in, a, when you're in a, an artisan food-making business, you want... Be making things that have greater reach as well as in your locality so it's an absolute pleasure to be able to supply the cliffs of moher with product that's that we're making 
and Trish, uh, I suppose uh, chocolate is seasonal as well. You have, I suppose, you have the Christmas and you have the you have Valentine's, uh, Valentine's and yeah. then you have uh, uh, Easter. And yeah, Easter is coming up now, and we're making Easter eggs by the bucket load. So oh, anyone that's very interested in seeing how Easter eggs are made can always call over to the factory and see what we're doing there because we're making Easter eggs at the moment and we're packing them and we'll have them on the shelf. And it's what it's the second busiest time for chocolate making businesses is Easter after Christmas so uh, if you if you're interested in how Easter eggs are made or how well if you want to taste some as well maybe come along and have a visit because we're open there Monday to Saturday every single day and have you many employed Trish uh, you, have a, you have your cafe there as well and many yeah. of you employed uh, we have about four or five people mm. depending on the yeah. time of year yeah. and yeah. Mm. we take on a couple of students as well during the summer time yeah. when it's there's more tourists around and when we're busier but Easter is, is, is a busy time right. as well because uh, people are on holidays and they're travelling around. So we have the, the employment numbers change with the season. People are dropping to you for a cup of coffee and a, a couple of chocolates as well. They the, do. The I have to admit the, the support from local Tumgraney, East Clare, Scariff, Killaloo, all, all the whole uh, along the shores of Loch Derg, we get absolute fantastic support from Tulla, from, you know, Callahan's Mills, even. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. we do very well because the locals just like... I must yeah. say, there must be a lot of chocoholics in East Clare. Because <laughs> we do very well. <laughs> well, there's two of them here standing in front of you, you Trish. Uh, yeah. Lucky for me. When, when we at home, we, we'd written maybe um, hampers together. We, we always go for the, 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 the Clare products. So. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's your great. your chapters Clare are going to as well. Clare yeah. people are very supportive of Clare businesses. I have to say yeah. like they go out of their way they travel from many places around the other parts of the Clare say oh no I'm definitely going over to Wild Irish Chocolates got to get me this got to get something for this hamper or something for my friend yeah, or yeah. They've, nice. they've bought it actually maybe on a visit to the cliffs and went yeah. I must go visit there very nice uh, I know I know, Trish uh, we, we spoke to you previously we'll say with Covid and you were developing online so will you just give us a little bit of information with regards to your website and where you'll send chocolate to well our website is going absolutely fantastic since covid um, everybody has realized that you can get stuff very easily online and we have a a really great website with like 95 percent of all our things that we make are available online and we can send them all over the world so we have um, you know tracked parcels to anywhere in the world obviously sending a, a parcel to Australia is not cheap but if you if you want to send <laughs> your very favorite you know chocolate niece or nephew <laughs> yeah, chocolates yeah. from East Clare we are the place to go you to know, yeah, that's marvelous that's and per- perfect Trish will you just g- give us your website details as well yep. so that for anyone that uh, uh, I- isn't local or is listening to us online that if they want to sort of go hit on the www where will they find you our uh, website address is www.wildirishchocolates.com and it's wild with an E, W-I-L-D-E, because that yeah. sometimes yeah. gets lost That's in the translation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Trish, before we let you go, uh, just the stand that you have, you said there's new products. Yeah, this is a, a new product that we're, we've been developing over the last few months. Uh, we're looking at trying to make sure that we are as environmentally friendly as possible. So we, we looked into getting ourselves uh, our, a new packaging range, focus on tourism and on messages. So you can you can give somebody a bar of chocolate that says, sorry for 
sorry for my mistake or thanks a bunch mom or something like that and these this is a new range for us but the exciting thing for us is that we now have uh, it is totally 100% sustainable packaging the the box that the chocolate bar comes in is post consumer waste so you can recycle it and it's not it never hit the waste stream before before it gets to us uh, our bag inside is um, bioplastic it's not it's not plastic and it's 100% compostable at home and the label is is on a forest uh, stewardship council certified paper so it's a hundred and the chocolate inside is a hundred percent sustainable cocoa so this is our most environmentally friendly product and we're madly excited about it very good that's marvelous and you have lots of different ones um, uh, yeah, you, can, you can get it you can come in and buy it if you want to say thanks to somebody yeah. without just being a card you can get a bar of chocolate inside yeah. that says thanks it's and they get to eat their thank yous yeah, eat yeah. their sorries that's eat their congratulations so we're going to expand yeah. that range yeah. over time yeah. uh, the, the packaging that you have Trish will say uh, for uh, those that are listening will say you have the, the puffins at the cliffs you have the burn uh, you have Bunratty Castle uh, you have the Wild Atlantic Way uh, well, okay we'll give, we'll give you a plug for Dublin but, uh, but, uh, but of, course, uh, of course it has a Maiden to Grady sign the on the back of it and the Wild Atlantic Way but the packaging for as uh, you said some of your um, sort of thank you bits and happy birthday the packaging on those is really impressive I, I'm very impressed with the cat here now as well we, we have uh, we're, we're trying to get you know say, say just to say but you can say it with chocolate so you don't have to go out and just buy a card you can get something to give to your friend to say I'm sorry I made that mistake we've got a little cat with a you know silly looking cat saying I'm sorry and you can give that to your friend you can give it to yourself even if you want to yeah. say oh yeah I'm really sorry I'll have to eat this myself now you know there's that you, you're at that I'm level so we're going to expand that range with other kind of things that people want to say so if you want to give an enhanced yeah. happy birthday card come in and buy a chocolate bar perfect and are these going to be available in the shop in Tungrady shortly most, most definitely they're just this is they're literally launched today this is soft launch and we're going to be you're going to be able to get them in the in the shop for actually as soon as I leave here I'll be bringing them over <laughs> I'd say Pat we might be down at the shop uh, Monday yeah. or Tuesday next week and uh, pay, pay the visit listen Trish thanks a million thanks very thanks much Trish. thank you very much thank thanks you now, we were talking about cheese earlier, and we're going to move on to Cracklow, and we're talking to Hannah here from Ballymorris Pottery. So, Pat, take it away. So, Hannah, will you tell us all about Ballymorris Pottery? I certainly will. I'm, uh, we moved here in 1990. It took me a few years then to set up the business, because I've been in business 29 years. Um, we're only just off the main road in even though it's Cracklow you have to sort of come down to the Ballymore yeah. side of it to find yeah. us there's a, there's a grand workshop there we moved into a sort of a, a 15th century 17th century farmhouse fantastic lovely lovely place there's a lovely aura about it um, we've been the business has sort of developed over the years so we started off just making a few mugs and jugs selling them in the local craft fairs that were run by the rural resettlement island back in the um, mid 90s that was great fun but it gave me the confidence then to set up the business properly um, and then now it's really developed as a big it has a you know lovely workshop um, and we've developed the pottery school as well so we now are a very, very diverse business. So we make, still making our own pottery. We wholesale some, we retail some directly. Uh, we, do, we also do children's handprints. We do the parties and regular classes. So it's very, very diverse. And uh, do you employ some people? 
I have one, uh, one part-timer, yeah. One, she's yeah, uh, yeah. a girl called Jean Ryan. She's fantastic. She's from Shannon. She's uh, a, an incredible support to the business. And would you have tourists current here? And we do. Yeah, uh, we yeah. do, yes. Yeah, we get tourism. It's not per se a tourist business. Yeah, it is yeah. very much uh, for locals as well in that sense, or people visiting. So it is, it is um, we're there year-round, and different times of the year we'll get different aspects of it. You know, so whether it's uh, Christmas or um, the classes that start in October yeah. or in February. So it's sort of staged throughout the year. And you're uh, in some of the big, uh, in the big, in the big shops, to the big craft shops as well. Are you, um, a few. I mean, we've now started selling here uh, through through the cliffs uh, yeah. of their visitor centre here. Um, we do quite a lot of business with the university in Limerick as well. Oh, so they, nice. we do, and we pers- because with that we can personalise the items, and that has really made a difference to us. You know, that sense, that sort of handmade, but still able to do those sort of quality personalizations. There's some fabulous colors here as well. And we say how, how, how you can sort of put, put all these designs together. Certainly. The, we have a set sort of range of glazes. I mean, it's, very, it's unusual, I think, for potteries to have so many different colors. We've sort of five main colors that we use. We make our own glazes. So the, the green would be a copper and the cobalt is a blue. Um, it is a bit... Uh, the alchemy of glazing is is fantastic. So you you're also then relying upon the so the kiln to do its magic and melt the colours into as they are. It, they are always very. I don't know <laughs> what it is about when you're making glazes. You can't actually really predict exactly exactly. So you what is going to come out of the kiln. So you do never quite know when you open that kiln what's going to be inside. <laughs> And if people want to contact you now, would you? Would you? Oh, yes, we have a website. Um, it's ballymorrispottery.ie. Yeah. Um, we have a Facebook account and an Instagram account. Um, and just pick up the phone. We're always there. Well, try to be always be there unless we're here, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. That, that's perfect. Listen, Hannah, th- thanks a million for uh, talk, talking to us here. Just th- the benefits of being having your products on display at an event like this. Can you just give us your thoughts on that? You never quite know who you're going to meet, you know, in that sense of we're, we are a small business and we are very much based here. But at the same time, it's you never know who you're going to meet. And even if it's another local craftsperson, you might meet up with um, and link up with. So it's it's great to have this sort of exposure. Perfect. Hannah, that's great. Thank you very much and the best yeah. of luck. You're very welcome. Now, Pat, uh, we have moved uh, next door to Ballymorris uh, Pottery and we have... Uh, Ramona Mulvey Jewellery and we're joined by Ramona. Ramona, you're uh, welcome to the programme and uh, will you tell us all about uh, Ramona Mulvey Jewellery? Jewellery, yes, well the name gives it away. I'm yeah. a Leitrim native and I moved to County Clare 10 years ago and I'm settled in Newmarket and Fergus and I set up my business in 2015 and then I happily fell pregnant and had two little girls and the jewellery went on the back burner for a little while but now they're older and they've started school and this is my first time to approach going into wholesale. I'm a proud member of the Clare Crafts Association so I'm well established on the craft scene but this is my first time to try and approach to be sold in shops. And um, how's your business going so far? Business is going great actually and believe it or not COVID was the making of my business. I never had a website and when COVID hit everybody had to turn to online shopping 
So I set up my website and my business has gone from strength to strength on the back of that. And you sell it into retailers? Or do you, uh, is it, is it I'm just not yourself? currently yeah. stocked in any shops, yeah. so yeah, 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 hopefully yeah. tomorrow with this exposition be, yeah, people yeah. will come on board and yeah, stock hopefully. my products. Yeah. Ramona, will you just sort of give us an idea of some of the products that you sort of have on display and where, where you think your niche is in your products? Okay, well I suppose my niche is, I'm, as you can see it's vibrant, it's colourful. It's unique. Um, I only ever create small batches of any collection, but what you actually see here before you is what is online to my re to my normal customers. But when the retailers come tomorrow, I have a complete collection that is designed especially for the wholesale market, and it hasn't been released to anybody, so they will get first dibs, and I hope they will like it. But uh, that's it. It's it's vibrant. It's colourful. I take inspiration from the change in seasons and colours geometric shapes and things like that okay that, that's lovely and would just give us uh, your website so that if anybody wants to go online and have a look it's ramonamulvey.ie marvellous ramona thanks very much for your time thank you so much and the best of luck thanks so much yeah Take care. yeah yeah now, Pat, we've moved, uh, we're, we're coming back our own neck of the woods now, not a million miles away from uh, area. We're, we've come to Quinn, and we're at Quinn Art Shop, and there is some fabulous stuff on display here. Helen, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank uh, you, Pat. Will, will you tell us all about Quinn Art Shop? Uh, so Quinn, obviously I'm based in Quinn, but the images are actually all about County Clare. So I have images about Killaloo and the Cliffs of Moher and the Burn and the hookers that come into the, the harbour in Kinfara. A lot of the paintings that you'll see here, they're done on canvas, so that's a lot of oil. I tend to use a very thick oil, so it's impasto, so it's very tactile and very textural. And then if you go down to my watercolours, which I do a lot of pet portraits, a lot of watercolours are done then on a lovely Hellamool, it's a thick paint. It's a very heavy type of paper. So a lot of the work is actually uh, based either on print or it's done on originals, depending on what people want to go for. And you have a studio in Quinn, uh, Helen, have you? Yeah, I have, yeah. and I always welcome people to come in, come in and yeah. visit and look. And a lot of the images, especially around Killaloo, the bridges, the cathedrals, the, the Brian Baru's uh, fort, they're all about the local areas yes, that we yeah. have. It's all like Pulnebrone. We we have everything really in County Clare. Yeah. And do you do, uh, do you do all the artwork yourself or have you some yeah. people in So uh, my sister does all the framing, framing. work, so oh, she does all the oh, heavy nice. physical manual work. I make a lot of coffee yeah. and then I paint as well. So the three mediums I paint in are watercolour, oil and encaustic, which is a beeswax. Yeah, yeah. And then once I finish the painting, then my sister Etna does all the, 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 the physical work, the physical, yeah. the cutting the glass. The yeah, yeah. And, and then the she'll actually wrap a lot of the prints around mm -hmm. wooden canvas uh, stretcher boards to make these canvases as pieces that you see here. The Cliffs of Moher is my main uh, yeah, yeah, retail yeah, outlet yeah. and then a lot of the work uh, that we also do is commissions for corporate work so say for the likes of Le Hinch or Dremolin so we do an yeah, awful yeah. lot of corporate work and support. Yeah. We get a lot of support from customers who want to commission the bespoke commission yeah, piece yeah. of what they want. Yeah. And would you have tourists calling to you? Yeah, people a like lot that? of tourists like uh, images of Quinn Abbey so yeah, yeah, uh, there's yeah. a very oh, popular image of Quinn Abbey well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they always want uh, an image of something that's local to them that they want to bring home um, and again we've got a lot of images say of my Lossa and Killaloo yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really really good and then obviously off the Cliffs of Moher and all the amazing yeah, scenery that we have and like the burn clear, yeah. and yeah. then I do a lot of, I do uh, paintings of the flowers such as the shrubby siliquay and the bloody cranesville so that's actually very different but people the tourists love the, the local scenery yeah. and the local fauna yeah, yeah, yeah. that's marvellous and have you a website I have it's uh, www.quinartshop 
because of the area I'm in. Um, and again, anyone can come and visit and ask if they want a pet portrait painted or a commission piece or get a print delivered and we ship internationally all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's marvellous. Thank, Thank you so much, Ben. Th thanks very much, Helen. Moving to Ennis and uh, the next ex exhibition, we're going to be talking to Ola and she has uh, Bridget's Cross. So take it away. Ola, there's some beautiful Bridget Crosses here. You might tell us all about your, 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 um, your crafts and... Uh, our craft is 4,000 years old. This is huge tradition in Ireland and we are very proud to be part of that tradition. We started to make crosses as a fundraiser for Steiner School and when my children left, the demand for the crosses was so big that we had to open the business. <laughs> so we are um, making crosses manually to keep in tradition and we keep our business local to um, support local local people and we love making crosses. Now we have three uh, different designs uh, because we are really happy about making farmers crosses, fishermen crosses, traditional. And uh, I didn't say it before no, but Breedog Breedog Tread is, yes. uh, is the name of the... Uh, the yes, the it means Little Breed, a Little Bridget yeah. traditions. Yeah, and where are you from? Originally I'm originally from Poland. Oh, from Poland. Oh, very nice. Yeah, well, you're, you're very welcome for it. Uh, exactly. exactly. A, lo a, lo a long way from Poland. Uh, you said there are three different types of crosses that you have here. Yes. I see a traditional farmers and a fisherman's. Could you just give us a little description about each of them? Okay. I will start from the most obvious. The, that cross, which looks like basket that the fishermen used to carry the fish. So this is called fisherman because the was made by men fishermen okay so uh, it was found mostly in fishing communities on the coastline now here that one the tree-armed cross is uh, attributed to the farming communities and men used to make and the beauty of the farmers crosses I like the story about that the farmers made the cross and put outside like traditionists on 31st of January uh, for Bridget to bless the cross and other items like potatoes and grain and then they took it in the morning and they took the cross and went with all the household around the farm the borders of the farm and invoke the name of the Bridget asking for her help and protection and this is a very beautiful story because people nowadays they make those crosses although they don't have farms they might go around their house their garden uh, and this is very beautiful uh, uh, history about this cross the other one this one is a um, traditional cross. It used to be the emblem of RTE1. Some time yeah, ago, yeah. this is mm. why it became so popular, but it was made mm. all over Ireland. And the beautiful um, story is that we have on the back of our cross is about the St. Bridget who came to this dying man and she gathered the rushes. She wanted to convert him to Christianity. So she gathered the rushes and made that cross called Wheel of Life. This is pagan symbol, okay? Pre-Christian. So I always was wondering how she converted people, how she convinced them that the Christianity is what they know. So the people believed in everlasting life, nature mm -hmm. going round and round without break. And so she made this Wheel of Life, which is not the Christian cross. And she said, okay, look, the 
forearms represent the seasons of the year, so it's spring and summer, autumn and winter. In spring, the nature, everything, all life is waking up. In winter, it dies. But then the connection is that in winter, it dies and the spring is waking up again and again and again. And what St. Bridget did, I started to think about that. So St. Bridget did that cross and how did she convert the person? She said, okay, this is wheel of life. You know about the everlasting life. Now, the same is with Jesus Christ. He was born, he matured, he suffered like in autumn and he died in winter, but he rose again. So she made that full circle and the person could go for Christianity because it was the same song that he had in his heart. Mm-mm. This is why she could convert. She couldn't convert on the symbol of Christian cross and mm-hmm. the suffering of the Christ because the people didn't believe in suffering on its own. They only believed in everlasting life. So that is the traditional cross and I love this. All the stories about Bridget are in my heart. We mm. are making those crosses and we live in them really. You know, yeah. they are really beautiful. And um do you have a website for... No, we don't, don't have she, anything, you don't know. Don't you? Don't you just sit them at, 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 at... We just... No, we just don't go for any first anything. People some come to come us. To, yeah, I yeah. always open myself and say, okay, I would need a few clients, and they come. Yeah, yeah. St. Bridget is looking after us, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, absolutely fabulous, Ola, and we'll say the packaging and everything that you have around them. And, of course, this time of year is a good time of year, we'll say, as uh, from, from the 1st of February. Listen, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank and, you. Uh, well, we hopefully we'll see you around the place again. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Now, Pat, we're moving uh, between Listoon and Doolan to our next lady that we're going to talk to here, and it's uh, Doreen Drennan, a uh, fine art prince and Doreen of Doreen Drennan Art Studio. So, lovely to see you here. So, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I'm an artist, and I have been painting for over 35 years. And I live on the edge of the burn and looking towards the cliffs of Mohar. So my um, primary interest is in the wild Atlantic way. And that's what I tend to paint. Perfect. Now, you're not a native, but you do come from the wild Atlantic. So tell us where you're from. I even come from a more wild Atlantic location. And that's Ackle Island off County Mayo. Great. Now, Doreen, uh, you have a number of prints here, so will you just start to tell us, I presume some of these are uh, obviously one-off creations and then there's a few prints that you do as well. Well, all the, uh, all the framed pieces on top there, they're all original one-off artworks. And the, on the lower stand here, we have a selection of prints. I, sele- I, I print a small amount of my work and... Uh, obviously that's available too both are available and my studio is open during the summer months to visitors who are very welcome I also have a garden and uh, clients come to see the garden as well very good and we'll say you have a website as well Doreen I which is at DoreenDrennan.com uh, is all your prints that you do is it all North clear? No, no, not at all. I do. Today, obviously, I have North Clare here because we're in the Cliffs of Moher. 
but I paint abso- I absolutely paint Ackle Island as well, which is hugely popular at the moment. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah, uh, after, with the after the banshees. Banshees, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, no, I paint garden images. I I paint life images. I paint uh, people on the beaches, and I paint some animals as well. Perfect. Now, Doreen, you also have a book here as well that you have. So will you tell us about the book? And it's of in aid of proceeds in aid of a very good cause as well. Yeah. Well, I was approached by a member of the RNLI who asked me if I would produce a book uh, to raise funds for the RNLI. And coming from Ackle Island and knowing all about the beauty and the tragedy of the sea, uh, I decided I would. It took me about a year to put this book together. I'm a poet as well, I write poetry, I'm a member of the Galway Arts Centre and uh, I began working on the book and I got it together. Um, it, ca- it has about 60 poems I think and there are various images of my paintings. There's a section on Ackle Island as well, some of it quite nostalgic um, and the rest of it is about a lot about Clare. Uh, where I currently live and the rest of it, a lot of it on just life reflections. 100% proceeds of the book is going to the RNLI lifeboats and I'm delighted to be able to do something for them. Well, that, that, that's great, Doreen. Yeah. We, we, we're, we're all about trying to promote County Clare, but we, we, we'll, we'll let you promote Ackle, we'll say, for such a great cause as this. And if the Banshees, if anybody watches the Banshees, if they want to see a little yeah. bit more of the, the, the view and the scenery that you have, there's some lovely... Uh, uh, photographs of your paintings in there as well so listen the very best luck Doreen and thanks a million for uh, talking to us today I'm delighted lovely to Thank meet you well we're here with the chairman of Clare County Council or the mayor I suppose of Clare uh, is another, another title uh, Tony um, the great to hear in the, in the clips of more today and all the, the, the people that's uh, uh, displaying their, their, their crafts and their food and all that Absolutely, Pat, and may I say it is very welcome to some, I'm delighted to see a fellow East Learman coming all the way up here. But it's always great to come up to the Cliffs of Moher, you know. They've won a number of awards this year, and I've always said this, you know, what makes the Cliffs of Moher, and even all the iconic sites that we have around County Clare are the staff and the people who work in them, you know. But also allied to that uh, is, is the spin-off that, that happens from these uh, 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 events and, and, and stuff. It's the local producers, it's the local people uh, working in their own indigenous industries and what they bring and, and bring to the place. And a place like the Cliffs of Moher affords them the opportunity to actually display their wares and, and find a sale for it. You know, there's over a million visitors came through here last year. So the spin-off hopefully is, is for, the, for the local community and for the, for the people uh, working and producing in the area is, is enormous. And, and, and you know the benefits are there, so it's fantastic, and it's fantastic to see to see this uh, 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 here this afternoon. And this was all the, all the small producers around County Clare that wouldn't get a chance, Tony, and uh, they're getting they're getting uh, we'll say exposure here today in, in the clips. A- absolutely, and that's what it's all about. I mean, as I said already, there's over a million visitors pass through the doors of, of the cliffs of Moher, and uh, in in a year. But even to have those uh, gifts and the soaps and all the various jams and everything you see around here produced uh, 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 locally by local people, giving local employment and living locally, sustaining their communities. That's what Clare County Council is really all about. 
and it's you know, it's it's the positivity and the vibes that I'm getting walking around here today. It's fantastic. And there's um, another um, evening um, uh, function on in the in the in, in the fall this evening, uh, Tony, isn't it? Promoting it again? Absolutely. Yeah. When when we when we finish uh, here, obviously this is the public event, but also. Uh, back in the falls later on we'll be talking to more people who are actually coming to buy buyers yeah. who are coming in and this is going on as well tomorrow yeah, people tomorrow from, from, yeah. from, from yeah. other parts of Ireland and, and buyers who are selling into the industries and, and uh, uh, that, that uh, they're coming to, to view and to sample the goods mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, and uh, promote the goods and it, it affords again as I said the opportunity for the local producers yeah. to, to display their wares and get a market and get their get their 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 uh, product out there and 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 get it known, you know. Uh, thanks, Tony, for your time. No, Pat, no problem, yeah. Pat. And yeah. listen, thanks yeah. again to yourselves, yeah. and keep up the good work. It's always good to be here, yeah. Scarif Bay Radio, and 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 it's always great to have a chat and talk. So well done for coming up. Thanks. Now, Pat, uh, another product close to both our hearts here are jams and we're joined by Vera. Vera, you didn't have uh, very far to come here today to clear a jam shop. No, no I didn't. I, we, we have our shop and where we produce our jams just five minutes up the road. We are on the cliffs, we look out to the Aran Islands and we look over, down over um, Doolan Harbour and then we look up to the burn up to our right. So we're very, very beautifully located and beautifully situated. And would you tell us all about your various uh, gems and uh, that you make, Vera? Uh, well, we have a range of um, over 50 products. We have a range of jams, marmalades, chutneys, condiments and um, mustards. And we've re-got re, re a, a range of honey pure Irish honey. Um, our jams are, um, we have your regular um, stro- regular strawberry or rhubarb and ginger or blackcurrant or then if you wanted something special you can have strawberry with baileys or wild blueberry. Um, with our marmalades you can have Irish whiskey marmalade or you can go for Connemara whiskey marmalade. And then our mustard, we have Doolan mustard which we won Lost Naharan a gold this year um, for that. And uh, do you have a few people employed? Do you have some We're employed? a family business, oh, so um, there's, there are four of us. Oh, very nice, yeah. And I suppose you, on, when you're going to tour the area, you'll plenty tourists during the summer. Well, we Call do. You. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that's how we, we have a small shop and we started the shop. Now, it's very tiny, but because of our location, we don't need a big shop. Um, so the, the local B&Bs would um, have their guests staying and they would tell their guests about, about, us, about us. So they would send, us, send the guests over to us. And so we, we set up the shop through that medium. And then you, you, um, you sell to the local supermarkets and all the various people we around we County su- Clare as well? We, su- we supply um, a, a wide range of shops in County Clare and Galway. Um, and we actually supply 20 counties. 
Oh, 20 counties. Oh, yes. that's very good. Yeah, it's marvellous. Now, when I say 20 counties, I don't mean where we have saturation points. I know that. We might know. have one or two. Might have been in, in each county. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Marvellous. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. We, we, we kind of um, covered, covered the territory. We yeah. try to cover right. the territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yes. marvellous. Perfect. And you're on display here as well. You sell product at the cliffs yes, as well. we're selling here where we are stocked in the um, retail store at the cliffs of Moher. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you time. so much. And, uh, Thank and uh, you. We, we, we keep going, as it Chantel and Danielle are the duo Wix and Wax, and we're talking to them here at the uh, exhibition at the Cliffs of Moher. So, ladies, good afternoon to you both, and Pat is going to start here. Ladies, will you tell us all about uh, Wix and Wax and what you do and your, your products? Of course. So, we are based in Ennis, and we manufacture a range of luxury home fragrances, from candles to wax melts to diffusers. Um, um, that's all done in our workshop in, in NS. Um, so we have an online store where we do sell all those products and then we have a number of retail outlets as well that you can find our products in. And um, do, do, we, do we sell in to, uh, to shops and all that? We do indeed. Yeah, so yeah. we actually have 16 retailers in Clare. We have 60 retailers nationwide, including five done stores. Oh, very good. Yeah. And have you, have you some people in Clyde? We do actually. So myself and Chantelle are co-founders. Um, Chantelle is our production manager, and then we have two production workers as well at the moment. Very good. Yeah, so there's four of us all together, and we're hoping to be around six maybe by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. And we display it in various uh, places around uh, the country at various uh, expos like this. But do you know what? We haven't been to many. I Thank think you, the only yeah, one yeah. we've really been to is Showcase, the one in Dublin. Yeah. Um, and apart from that, this is our first expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Right, I, I'm going to come over now and talk to the, the other half of this dynamic duo that's here. And uh, again, Pat and myself aren't the experts now when it comes to the products you sell, ladies. So will you g- just give us a little bit of a description of what you sell? Yes, so we have a range of candles, diffusers, wax melts, room sprays and snap bars. And our snap bars and brittle wax are wax melts. So they're a uh, scented piece of wax and it's they're much stronger than candles because they don't touch a naked flame and we hand pour them all ourselves and I think for us our packaging really stands out because of the colours and stuff and the same with our snack bars people don't remember the name of it they remember the colour I love the yellow one I love the purple one or I love the glittery one you know that's how we get people back yeah they're absolutely fabulous yeah. and we say now when we're talking about wax bars uh, this isn't chocolate we're talking about we, we were upstairs with the chocolate people earlier but uh, the, the products that you have we'll say are you trying to be eco-friendly i presume and the, the way that things are today or how does that type of thing go with, with packaging and stuff like that yeah so we definitely are all our packaging is either recyclable or recycled um because i suppose that is a big thing for people now is you know um, being eco-friendly and vegan friendly and cruelty free perfect and now ladies you have a website as well we do yeah we, it's www.wixamaxireland.com that's okay thanks ladies that's great thanks, thanks, thanks a million and uh, we'll talk we'll talk thanks. to you soon now Pat uh, we're coming back to our own neck of the woods we're, uh, we're close enough anyway we're going to Six Mile Bridge and we're going to talk to Raquel from Creative Clay so take it away Pat Raquel will you tell us all about uh, Creative Clay well I'm uh, the designer and maker behind Creative Clay uh, we were established maybe 2015 I started out actually in Ballycasey Craft Centre in Shannon and uh, just recently moved my business home 
So I make uh, a range of homewares, vases and wall plaques and uh, home accessories and uh, all based on the landscape of the burn and the wildfires of Ireland. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ways. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, do you do all the work yourself? Have oh, you yes, all just myself. I'm, it's a kind of one-man yes. show, so yeah. it's uh, um, designed and made in my workshop. Rolled out slabs of clay, all assembled and decorated. Then with the flowers and uh, painted and glazed. In Six Mile Bridge Village. In Six Mile Bridge, yeah, yeah. Oh, very good, very good. So uh, once they're made, the ceramic pieces have to be biscuit fired to 960 degrees, and then they're painted and glazed, and they're fired again to 1200 degrees. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of when they become ceramic and gives it that lovely shiny finish. And do you cinnamon uh, shops and craft places? Yeah, and I'm in there? about 16 kind of local um, craft shops and businesses around the country. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah nice. so I do a bit of wholesale and then I have a website as well, creativeplayireland.com. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah. have a website shop, so it's all available yeah, yeah, online yeah. too. Thanks very much for your time. That's done. You're very yeah. welcome. Uh, we're, we're talking to Aramid Soap and uh, Kevin, uh, based, uh, based in Kilfenora, uh, Kevin. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, our company was set up about 12 years ago, Aramid. Aramid's the Celtic goddess of herbs and cleanliness from the two of the Danon clan. She's the daughter that held on to the knowledge of herbs, and that's our background as plant biology and soil science. Um, we make for a large number of other companies as well. We make for a couple of five-star hotels and a couple of other skincare companies, but our main focus is on our own brand. Um, so we've about 60 different products on our own brand. Our ingredients are either fair trade or organic or local. So we clean the beeswax for, say, 45 different beekeepers not to denature it. And then we grow the flowers and herbs as well we use for all our infusions. That's marvellous. And you, do you sell in shops and all that as well? Then you have, you we do. We were in about 160 shops at one stage. Now we're back down to 50. But what we've done is we've opened up our own shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we've direct access to the customers and we understand then what they want. Yeah. And we can bespoke and change our products to what the customer needs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we find it a lot more beneficial than yeah. supplying retail. I, I suppose I should say that shop is in Ennis Diamond, Kevin, so uh, not a million miles away away from here as well. Uh, are, have you product on sale actually at the cliffs or what, where are the big shops around the oh, country the or the world? Are, the cliffs have been our, our biggest helping hand for the last 12 years. We're in, we're in the cliffs now with 12 years and Chris and Liz have been angels to us. They've helped us so much along the way and given us contacts for other shops, given us ideas on what retail needs and what margins they need, what the customer wants. They've been a phenomenal help to us at Cliffs Motor. And um, do, you have, do you have a couple of people employed or do you just do, is it a family business? No, we have people employed all right in the factory oh, yeah. and then we have part-time staff and we have full-time staff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have the shop in Innesdiamon where we have staff inside there and then we have factory as well where we have staff there producing the products. Yeah. And do you, you don't do any exports? Exports? We do. We do. We we have a Dutch uh, yeah. supplier over with us at the moment. Oh, so good. we supply him, and he's he's, he's our main supplier mm. in Holland and Belgium. Yeah, yeah. And then we supply a couple in the States and a couple in France and Germany. Oh, that's marvelous. But the majority is Irish. Yeah, if yeah, we yeah. focus on the Irish, Irish and yeah, yeah. not just the tourists, but the Irish people themselves. Sales, we yeah, we yeah. want we want resales. We yeah. don't want to make a cheap product that just runs out the door and you only get once off sale. Yeah, yeah. We want resales all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's great, Kevin. Just uh, before we let you go, give yourself a plug. Give us the website and details. Oh, our company name, Aramid Natural Air Skincare. You'll get us online. It's next day delivery anywhere mm-hmm. in Ireland if you order before 12 o'clock. And our shop in time, and you can come in and see products there that won't be in any other shops in the country. Yeah, very good. That's great. Thanks for coming. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Take care. We're here at Western Health Broly from Kinnealy, and who are we talking to here? My own name's uh, Bridger Kelleher, and uh, tell us all about Western Health. So we've been open for about eight years now. 
Uh, it's uh, on a family farm there in Kilmaley. Uh, all the brewing's done in a 115-year-old round-top hay barn, and then all the packaging's done in the old milking parlor on the farm. So it's 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 a it's a little brewery on a farm. That's marvelous. And uh, you 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 said to me, have to achieve about 14 different products. Yeah, we do. We do 14 different beers. Uh, we're always looking to maybe try out a new one. So that that number is always growing. But uh, we we do four flagship beers. Let's say that we have on all the time, and then we can have about four or five more depending on the season. And uh, we say, uh, have they been sold in, in, in pubs and bars and hotels? And yeah, we, we, we've gotten a bit nationwide now. Uh, cans have kind of allowed us to go nationwide. We used to just do bottles and kegs. Now we do cans. So about 75% of what we do goes out in cans. But the other 25% goes off on draft. A lot of it local. A lot of the hotels around take it on for the summertime. And we have our own pub in the Hinch as well that we move a good bit through as well. We've got five lines there that we usually have on. So... Right, well, if you have your own pub in La Hinch, you better tell us what it's called and give it a yeah, plug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flanagan's in La Hinch, yep. We've oh, had that one yeah, that's a well known just, just, place. Before the, yeah. just before the Irish Open, we took that one over, so yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, it's, a, it's a good little pub. Perfect. Uh, just some of the products that you have advertised here, and I see westernherd.com is your website. We just, you have Sea Jail and Blue Jumper. You just tell us about, about those. Yeah, so Siege and Blue Jumper, they, they'd be two of our oldest ones that we've done now. We've done those from the very start. Uh, Siege is a pale ale. They're both West Coast style, what we consider West Coast style from the from the U.S. Uh, they're kind of hop forward. We like hops, um, so you know they're hop forward beers. Uh, they're clear. You know they have a lot of nice fruit flavors, kind of at the finish, uh, and that's that's where that's where we get a lot of that that flavor. So we um, we do the Atlantic Irish Red there as well, um, and that's more of a traditional one. So that'd be uh, our version of just uh, our take on an, a traditional Irish Red Ale. Okay, and th- these are available to purchase in cans as well as bottles as, as, and draft in different locations. That's right. We don't actually do bottles anymore now. We just we just kind of discontinued the bottles, so it's just cans. But we've gone nationwide with that now. So any of the carryouts around the country sh- will have them. Uh, Malloy's in Dublin, some of the uh, number twenty ones around the country as well. So, so that's that's marvelous. Um, and give us your your website again there. So it's Western Western Herd. Dot com. Our, uh, yeah, and you can, you, can buy, you can buy through a website as well. We do we do uh, shipping direct yeah. from the brewery. Yeah, yeah. And you're telling us that um, we say it's all made in Kilmaley and that you're hoping over the next 12 or 18 months to make uh, where you make it open and available for tourists to go and pay a visit. That's right, yeah. Hopefully within the next year to 18 months we'll have a, a little taproom on site and we'll be able to do tours and tastings on site. That's marvellous. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah, thank it. You. Thank you. Uh, we have to get out of the way. The mayor, uh, Patty's having a, a little bit of a, a beer there with our Western herd. <laughs> we're, we're next door now, and we're joined by Pauline of Anchor Crafts. So, uh, Pauline, uh, you are a lady from West Clare up Kilrush side, so tell us all about yourself. I am. I'm, I'm based in Kilrush. I have a shop called Anchor Crafts, as you just said there, um, in operation for over 23 years. And so I'm thrilled to be part of this expose here today. I was delighted to be part of it. Um, I paint, I make jewellery, I try and keep all my goods as Irish as I can get them. Uh, over 90% of my stock in my shop is Irish, which I'm delighted to say. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's there's so much st- things out there and items out there. Why go abroad, I always say. So let's go with it. 
And you have a shop, a shop in Kilroche? I have a shop for 23 years, yeah. It's mm. based there yeah. in Henry Street, yeah, yeah. Um, in Kilroche. And uh, I always say, in relation to, so I see a local enterprise office here today, I always say, if anyone has problems in relation to their build, their businesses, contact yeah. the guys there. They're absolutely amazing. They're located, yeah. as you know, in us. So I, I have, I have appe- used them over my time, and they have helped me through difficult times as well. So it's mighty. And would you uh, be selling some stuff here on the cliffs of Moher during the summer? Or the I don't actually, but I'm yeah. hoping. I'm yeah, hoping, hoping that then I, we yeah. can make contact tomorrow morning, yeah, right? Yeah, nearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Describe some of the products you have here on, the, on display, because you have a very wide, varied uh, line of uh, product. Well, I, I actually make jewellery in polymer clay, which is a clay that's actually uh, oven-baked, and uh, you start from scratch, literally, like, like blocks of clay, and you literally make up the designs, and they're very colourful. I also paint. I do um, a huge one here, as you can see on the on the wall, um, entitled uh, Blue Moon, and it's it's an acrylic and it's uh, five foot by four four feet. Um, you know, and it, these ones are new to me. Then these are ones that I'm doing for the past eight or nine years. They're called encaustic, and they're a, a wax medium. So the pigment is all different colours, and you manipulate it around a hard board by a blowtorch. So you have to be very careful in relation to what you do that you don't burn yourself, burn what's around you, and keep your painting in order. So yeah, I also have my own uh, prints of cards there as well, and my um, uh, prints. You know, so it is great. Yeah. Perfect. And your website is website Anchor Crafts. Anchor Crafts. Yeah. www.anchorcraftskilrush.ie. Perfect. Listen, Paul, great to talk to you, and thank you very much. Thank you. Best of luck. Now we have a couple of visitors here to the Cliffs of Moher Visitor Centre, and they're from all the way from Iran. What's your name? My name is Arash. Arash from Ireland. Yeah. And? And my name is Sogol. And how do you like Ireland? How do you like the cliffs of Moher? Very much. Uh, actually, we've been here four years ago, but uh, we, it's, it's not something that uh, you should see only once, you know. Yeah. You should see more than once, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we came it's a, the yeah, best, uh, actually the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my life, especially the cliffs. Uh, it's beautiful in every, uh, uh, actually in different weathers you can come and see this beautiful place. And ha- have you ever gone, we'll say the other side, have you gone out on the water to look up? Yeah, yeah. We have walked to different parts of this and there is a, mm, a castle up there. A tower. A tower, yeah. yeah a tower, yeah. Oh yeah, O'Brien's Tower, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Uh, tower, tower, yeah, yeah. And um, did you come to Ireland to work? Uh, yeah, we work in, at the University of Limerick. Oh, University, oh, very good. Very good. Very good. Listen, lovely, lovely to see you here. Hope you enjoyed the rest of your year too. And uh, take care. Thank you so much. Enjoy your time. Thank you so much. Okay. Now, Pat, there, there's um, we're near the end of our trip today, and we're we're at Sheer Photography, and there, there, you have a bit of local knowledge here, and, and we're after Navin, Navin uh, another man as well. So tell us all about. Well, I've uh, been hand here and her husband, and Eva Stelis Mokadans Mills. We campaigned a lot of times you, together. You get, it, you get it the, v- the, v- the very end, Pat. You you have to get a Mills connection in at the end. But best of luck. Well, listen, take so it away. Will you tell us all about you? Uh, all about your photography and your, your stand here. Yeah, today. absolutely. So we're we're here now today, sheer photography. Um, we're around since November 2019. Gary's a photographer. Um, he also does weddings. But we started this business in uh, 2019. We're stocked here in the cliffs, and um, yeah, we sell Gary's original photography of Ireland. 
And do you do you sell regularly here as well in, in the in the in the cliffs? The, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. it. We're, we're yeah. full time. We're in the shop here, uh, and we're yeah. in uh, just shy of twenty shops in Ireland, oh, and yeah, a few good. in the states as well. There's a box going to New Jersey on Monday morning. So yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I'll grab the microphone here for a minute, and we'll, we'll we'll talk to Gary. Gary, tell us about your website, and just I, I presume some of the photos that are on display because we're up in North Clare, they're North Clare based, but you you, you go countrywide, I presume. We do, yeah, absolutely. So we've a collection of over 135 images on the website, which is sheerphotography.ie. Um, the images on display here today are mainly North Clare, but we have everything from West Cork up as far as Antrim kind of covered. And so, yeah, we're, we're getting around. We have a few more counties to get to, but the, the list has been ticked off slowly. And um, I see... I, I, I I was looking at the Cliffs of Mohan website earlier on, and I see I see this photograph on it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. one of our most popular ones. It's yeah, a new yeah. one, but it's, it's, it's one flying the, out. The, the sea yeah, pinks yeah. looking out over yeah. the cliffs. And uh, are, you, are you in other places outside of, um, we'll say, the Cliffs of Mohan? Are you in yeah. other shops, we'll say? Yeah, or, absolutely. Um, we're in Irish Crafts in Doolin, just down the road. Oh, yeah. We're in uh, Liz Doon Crafts. Um, we're in Ennis. We're in Ennis Home Furniture. Oh, um, nice. And we're in Craftworks in Ennis as well. Um, so yeah, we're, we're getting around and we're in a few shops down in uh, Cork yeah. where I have a connection myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, the East Clare, then we're in the East Clare Trading East Post in Chumgrady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you're, so you're looking at a few West Cork um, shops. Yes, that's <laughs> it. We've managed, managed a few. I have, I have the, the Cork passport. <laughs> you'll, have mother, the so. you'll have to send them down there. That's it, yeah. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Perfect. Well, Pat, I think a perfect way to finish a, a, a programme, basically, uh, people from the mills that are selling in Tungrady grainy so that <laughs> uh, I said we're, we're keeping it local here on SPCR so uh, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us and uh, sheer S-I-A-R photography yeah. dot, dot I-E uh, that, that's, where, that's where you go and uh, folks we wish you the very best of luck thank you very much thank, thank you, you. Yeah.